Hello and welcome to Cumber Baptist Church Podcast. The following is taken from our evening service, Sunday 22nd of December, 2019. This evening we are joined by Henry Capper, who takes his reading from chapter 2, verses 1 to 14, and brings us a message entitled, Joy Has Come. It's, it's nearly there. We're three days to go and it's upon us. Christmas 25th of December will be here and I'm sure the excitement is, is killing you all or maybe you just cannot wait uh, to get it over with for, for another year. Maybe you want to see the back of 2019 and you cannot wait to see the back of this decade and you want to see 2020 and see for what, all that holds within a new year for you. Christmas has a lot about waiting to do with it. At Christmas, we, we seem to always have to wait. We have to wait for, for our post to arrive, for parcels to come, and hopefully arrive in time. We have to wait. We have to wait to open presents on Christmas Day. We have to wait. Uh, to, well, we cannot wait to, to get off work, to, to finish school so we can enjoy the holidays, to have time off. We cannot wait for, for, for Wednesday morning to, to go downstairs or go to the Christmas tree and to, to open presents, to, to see that gift that you've been eyeing up for, for many days now and to open it up or rip it open to see what you've got. You cannot wait, oh, I'm sure for everyone, to dig into your Christmas dinner as well. You're excited for that. And as I've said already, for some of us, we, we just really cannot wait for this time to be over with. Christmas can be very joyful for some, but it can be very difficult for many as well. And we just want to see in the back of this, this time of year and just to, to move on from all the hustle and bustle, the, the busyness and sometimes the overexcitement that comes with December and with Christmas. Christmas has a lot to do with waiting. For God's people 2,000 years ago, they had been waiting for some time. They had been waiting for, for someone. They had been waiting for someone to save them specifically from the plight that they were enduring. And that was the plight of being in Roman control and captivity. See, they didn't have freedom the way we have freedom today. And life wasn't easy for them. For 400 years, there had been nothing. For God's people, there had been, there'd been no message from God. They hadn't heard from him. Nothing. Just 400 years of silence. And they were surely desperate for anything. Just even an ounce, just a few words, something to give them a little bit of hope for these many years that had passed. And then, which must have seen for many, out of nowhere, good news arrives. Good news arrives specifically from our last couple of readings that, that Linda and what Matthew read for us in Luke chapter 2. Good news comes from heaven through the means of angels. Angels come and visit what we would say lowly shepherds and proclaim this, this good news. And what is this good news? This good news, what we'll, what we'll focus on verse 10 of Luke 2, is that it will cause great joy For all people. That's what I want to think about just for a few moments this evening. This good news that the angels proclaimed 2,000 years ago that we are still talking about was to cause great joy for all people. They came to bring a, a 
good news message. We might call it a, a gospel message. That's what uh, gospel means, good news. And in, in the ancient world, many thousands of years ago, uh, a, a gospel was uh, really an official announcement from, from the government. And it was, people would have went from town to town and they would have declared messages. They would have went in and they would have pronounced the appointment of the, the latest king or the latest ruler or they would have given a decree and they would have informed the people of, of a village or a town. There was, there was no mobile phones, no internet, no, no Twitter, no BBC news back then. So people would have went town to town passing on important information from the king and from the governments. There'd have been a little bit like a, a town crier that we might know of medieval England. They would have went ringing their bells in some sense and letting everyone know of this, this news that had taken place. And here we have in our reading, in our last couple of readings, the angels heralding the news of a new king. They are proclaiming the news of a new ruler. They bring this, this gospel message of, of a baby who would not be any ordinary ruler or king. See, this king, as we've already thought about, is going to cause great joy. And he's going to cause great joy for everyone, for this, this whole world. This baby, 2,000 years ago, is going to be the king of kings. That's their message. Let me ask you this question. I wonder what comes to your mind. I wonder what type of individual, what type of character, what attributes, characteristics, traits would come to your mind when you think of a, of a king or if you think of a, of a ruler. Now I'm sure in your, in your, in your mind's eye you might sort of think of someone who, who's strong. You might think of someone who is, who's really powerful. You might think of someone who, who's very intellectual, someone who's really smart. Uh, someone who has a lot of followers, someone who is really, really influential. And there, that's about right. I'm sure we would all think about that once we think of a, of a king and of a ruler. Now, once we think of that, we actually get the complete opposite when we think of a baby. Babies are, are weak. Babies are, are powerless. Babies are, are totally helpless they can't survive on their own. They're, they desperately need the, the help and the assistance of, of, their, of their mom and dad. On their own, they, they, they simply would not survive. For, for the, the audience that, that received this, this message from the angels, the, these shepherds, if they had any knowledge of, of the, the Old Testament scriptures, that's the, the first part of the Bible, they would have had some understanding that, that God was, was going to send somebody. They would have knew some vague information that something was going to happen at some point or another. But how would they know what this person would be like? We get the answer with the angels declaring it, and they, the angels, tell them what uh, of a sign that will, 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 which will identify who this individual will be. And here's the sign, and it's in Luke two, verses, verse twelve. And it's simply this: you will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. You will find a baby. These shepherds will, will, will find a, a baby who has just been born, wrapped in, as we often say, swaddling clothes, which has just been born and lying in a manger. 
for being totally honest with ourselves. And once we, we know the story really, really well and we, are, we, we expect to hear that, but once we actually think about that, we could not dream of a more disappointing sign. A b- newborn baby. See, if you and I were the ones writing this story, I could guarantee you all of us at this point in the narrative would pen in the hero's entry. The strong and courageous soldier would would come in and would begin to save the day for for God's people. That's how we would sort of think. We would think some real strong, powerful individual would come out of the bloom and save God's people. The last thing we would be expecting is a baby. And more than that, we wouldn't be expecting a baby that was born out of wedlock. And we wouldn't be expecting a, a baby born not in a palace, but in an animal's feeding trough. See, Jesus is, is born not into riches and fame, but Jesus is born into poverty and obscurity. Nothing but nothing about the sign that the, the angels give to these shepherds and to us tonight suggests that this is the King, the Messiah, the Lord, the Savior, and whatever other title will be pronounced to him. But here's the thing. It actually does. It actually does. The way in which Jesus is born actually does point to the great joy he will cause for all people. Jesus would live a life saturated and surrounded in poverty. Jesus would live a life with with no roof over his head in his ministry. Despite being the the all-powerful God, Jesus would willingly lay aside everything, even to the point of his own life. And it's in his, his death, in his laying of his life, in his weak death, Jesus would, in those moments, conquer all evils. And through that, he would be crowned the King of Kings. And for those of us tonight who who trust in Jesus, he promises you that he will be your saviour over sin. The sign the angels give is precisely right. As Jesus is is born in in, in vulnerability and weakness, he dies in vulnerability and weakness. But that's all to prove his power and his strength as he rises victoriously three days later. See, here's the thing. Jesus willingly, for you, for this whole world, would be weak so that we could be strong. Jesus, for you, for this whole world, would be poor so that we could be rich. And this is the good news of the Bible. This is the good news from heaven. This is God's good news. And it's simply this. Joy has come to the world. What is this joy? This is joy that is to know that, that our sins, that which separates us from a good, a loving and a holy God is no more. We can know forgiveness of sins. We can know a right relationship with, with our, our creator. We can know uh, the joy of what life is actually all about. And this, is a, this, is, this joy is, a, is extended to all people. 
to the world. It's for you tonight. It's for everyone, regardless of our, of our backgrounds, our opinions, who we are, what we think of God, what we don't think of God. This invitation is for everyone. There's no bias once it comes to God's invitation for his joy. We sing this lovely carol, and we're going to sing it in a few moments' time before we watch a video. And it's simply called Joy to the World. The Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. I hope you know that, that joy in your life. The ultimate joy of knowing God as your saviour. And then knowing that who that babe would be that was born in a manger 2,000 years ago. That he would live and grow up um, to be your saviour. And I pray that you would accept him um, tonight and know that to be a reality. I want to watch a video based off uh, this song, Joy to the World. And once the video has has finished playing, um, we're going to sing uh, Joy to the World. And whenever that Once the music begins, please, if you're able, let's stand and sing our final carol together. Thank you.